Oh, hello, Internet, and welcome back to the Tapstream Podcast, episode 21. We are continuing our discussion of Game of Thrones season eight, and today I am joined by... It's me, it's Chris, it's Dear Christopher. And Chelsea, hi. Hey! for radio. It finally (laughs) happened, we finally got Chelsea on the podcast. Hey! Long time. First of many. (laughs) You know, I was thinking about this. Um, A lot of people don't know this, but we originally started uh, on the tap stream, like the stream part where we would play story-based games. And do you two remember that we actually tried to get Tavern Talks a thing? Yeah, I remember that. That was a good time. We we played Life is Strange and we were going to have like a discussion about it. Yeah, that was so fun. Okay, yeah. And so I love that this is kind of the reincarnation of that that so was the stream about like beer or something (laughs) (laughs) uh no i guess i don't know why we were so handcuffed to the whole drinking theme i'm glad we've moved away from that but it's a cute brand yeah it was fun yeah but anyway if you don't know what's going on uh we started it last week speaking of cute brands (laughs) 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 i feel like i learned a lot about you today no uh (laughs) Uh, if you don't know what's going on, we are going to be discussing the latest episode of Game of Thrones, episode two. Uh, so this is your one and only warning. If you are not caught up with this season or any of the seasons, turn around now because we are not going to hold it back on any spoilers. And that will start in three, two, one. Okay. I want to say something. Go for it. Uh, so... In one of the earlier episodes of Game of Thrones, uh, Sansa says to somebody, "You're spoiling it. You're spoiling everything." I'd like to get a, I'd like to get a, um, a clip of that, and we'll play it <laughs> before we, <laughs> before we just spoil the entire episode. I like that. That's a really good idea. I'll have to hunt that down. Do you know about yeah. what season that is? Because I can actually I'll, get that easily. I'm about to say we'll find it. I will definitely help you hunt that down. That'll be really funny. Uh, Because we can make like a little like just short, hey, this is your spoiler warning thing. Yeah, get out of here. Good idea. Chris is looking it up. Look at me, I'm fun. (laughs) So, uh, you know, I didn't notice this last time because we we had about a day to prepare and then, excuse me, it was just the excitement of being the premiere episode. I didn't realize that they weren't revealing the episode titles until after it already airs. Do we have the episode title for this one yet? Oh, shit. Because uh, last week's know. was called Winterfell. And if I, listen, if I'm just going based on the content of the episode, this will just be Winterfell 2. <laughs> because <laughs> if, if last week was uh, Bittersweet Reunions, then this week was most definitely the calm before the storm. Yeah. There was a lot going on in this episode. I was so emotional the mm-hmm. whole time. It's it's so funny to have a show that has lasted so long that it, it literally needs two episodes to get everybody caught up and reminisce before we get into the madness. <clears throat> I'm going to I'm going to put a pin in it and we'll talk about it later. But it's so neat that we have a show that's ran so long that I can feel incredibly weird about seeing a sex scene of a of a person on the show. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh <laughs> Felt like I was watching my little sister doing things I didn't want to see. <laughs> I hated it. And imagine, <clears throat> excuse me, imagine for the people who binge watch it too. Because I mean, we've watched these oh, yeah. these child actors grow into young adult actors, so it's perfectly normal. 
if any other show we wouldn't have batted an eye at it but it feels like we've known them for so long and it, i guess we're yeah. in spoiler zone so if you don't know what we're talking about there was a uh, a sex scene with Arya and gendry and uh yeah it i felt like oh god i'm invading someone's personal space yeah i was not a fan of that yeah, i was very uncomfortable there was one point where chelsea I, I like i said i was gonna put a pin in this but i guess we're just gonna talk about it now and just rip the band-aid off um there was a point where chelsea chelsea goes whoa <laughs> <laughs> i could not comprehend <laughs> It was, a, it was a really heavy moment. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of that. It was yeah. a lot to take in. It makes sense. You know, world's ending. Because I, I did, yeah. I, I like how cognizant everybody was because there was that scene with Ed, Sam, and John on top of the, the wall. Not the wall, but a wall. And they were all yeah. just kind of reminiscing about how it truly is the end of the world if Sam was the first one to kill a night walker. I know. <laughs> a I white walker. that they were all picking on each other like brotherly love. Mm-hmm. I love that. It gave me the feels. Uh. I love the dark humor and tragic comedy they're doing this season. Mm-hmm. It, it, I love it. It, it has me worried because oh, no. this, this show is a show of patience. Cause we saw the white walkers for the first time in episode one. And then we probably didn't see him again for what? Three seasons. Yeah. Uh, it's totally a hallmark of their patience to be two episodes into a six episode season and still not really into any of the white Walker stuff. Yeah. It's depending on how the rest of the season plays out is how I will look back on the, the goofs and gaffes. Uh, but it does have me a little worried, but the fact that next week's episode is supposed to be an hour and 20 minutes long and looks pretty jam packed. I don't know if I'm, you know, like pull the alarms kind of worried i just hope that all this humor pays off if that makes sense yeah i agree i'm not fully prepared what's going to happen next week i'm very nervous i have a um i have a note mm-hmm. to add to that but i'm going to wait until later okay um well, what were you going to say i was going to say well if we want to kind of like go through the episode because if i'm understanding correctly you took notes chronologically so if we want to just run through that we can yep. well so we both took notes yeah and, and feel free to yeah, for sure. We're we're. I think we'll probably end up leading this thing, and it's gonna be it'll it'll be a good reminder for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, <laughs> okay, I was just about to make this point, and then Chelsea just noticed what the Chelsea just noticed. Um, I was I was super excited. I was like, oh, I took such good notes, and then Chelsea over here took a literal book worth. <laughs> <laughs> like I like I, I want to forget anything. I took like one line reminders so I could go back and talk about it. Chelsea took. I made note of that first note that you have. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for for context, Trey, you know what, Trey, I'm gonna send this to you real quick. I'm gonna because... look while you while you're doing that. I just to show the level of commitment that we have. I will copy paste mine. I didn't even get to finish my notes. I totally started and then I got too invested. Those are all my <laughs> notes. And. <laughs> I love that. That's funny. Trey's got Trey's got four lines. <laughs> four lines. And this okay. the And for context, I have probably about 20, 25, maybe 30. Yeah. Chelsea, Chelsea has uh she's scrolling. She has scrolled like seven seven or eight thumb flicks so far. <laughs> so basically, Chelsea, uh, this is Chelsea's podcast now. <laughs> hey, welcome to my podcast. Chum is fun. Everything is chumly. Everything is chumly is a great name for a podcast. <laughs> Okay, so the first line of my notes, and Chelsea said she made a note of it too, 
is that my phone kept auto-correcting <laughs> Bran to Bean. Which, so I just, I left it. Well, he is the son of uh, Sean Bean's character, so it makes sense. Autocorrect just knows. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Love a good bean. <coughs> Love oh, a good bean. Me. Well, we got our episode title for the podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, I guess it makes sense to start off with the way the episode started off with Jamie's trial. Um, yeah, that was crazy. Yes. Yeah. It it really is amazing how Winterfell has become the place for everybody to like uh, deal with their morality because everybody who's ever done the Starks wrong is pretty much here. Yeah, they show up and have to prove themselves now, which is kind of crazy. Uh, so the thing that I wanted to bring up is Bran saying the things we do for love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I loved that. Him just staring off like a creep after he said it. <laughs> Bran the creep. <laughs> yep. And- Signature stare. My favorite thing about that is that he's supposed to be this impartial character because he is the three-eyed raven, so he's, like, mm-hmm. half omnipotent. I don't know if I said that right, but he, like, he's supposed to be just, like, a guiding force but takes no stand. But to have him throw out that line back in Jamie's face, it's it was so sassy, and I liked it. Yeah. Jamie's so caught off guard face where he just looks at him and he's like, oh, is he going to tell everybody that mm-hmm. I pushed him out the window? Like, he was waiting for it. I thought that was really cool. I had um, <clears throat> I had a line in my notes later. Um, I guess we can bring it up now. Uh, that that was like a really cool scene that that kind of naturally led to to Jamie saying, you know, why didn't you tell everybody that you know it was me that I'm the one that did this to you? Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was really cool. Um, I don't know. I I. I uh, I don't have anything else to add about that, I guess. I can kind of connect and skip ahead a little bit here, but I, I'll make the point and then we'll come back to this because I do have more to say about Jamie's trial. Uh, I like, in contrast, the tempered hand that Bran had in that because he was like, you know, what good is it telling you if you're going to die? Like, I, you know, there's no sense in stirring up that trouble and ruining it. Mm-hmm. Fucking John, why did he tell Danny about being a Targaryen right before the big battle? Right I mean, if, if you waited yeah. that long... It, you might as well just wait out the night and if you survive then you tell her if you don't well then problem solved i thought the same but mm-hmm. then i thought maybe something would come of it maybe i don't know yeah. i was expecting john knows nothing john knows does, nothing right it does everything that's but, the problem <laughs> somebody made the joke on reddit it was uh or did you tell me this last time that that john knows nothing and does everything and brand yeah. knows everything <laughs> and does nothing Yes. <laughs> oh, what a family. I mean, that's, I lifted that from Free Folk, but but yeah. Yeah. Um, <coughs> but no, going back to Jamie's trial, I think the thing that was most, most emotional for me was watching Brienne come to his defense because you had you had uh, Danny pretty much just listing out all the ways that her and her brother used to discuss, you know, killing him in revenge, and then Sansa talking about all the things that the Lannisters had done to her family. And even Jamie kind of shoots himself in the foot when he says, I would do it again. I make no apologies because we were at war. And then Brienne stepping up to say that, you know, he is honorable. He defended me when I needed it. And if if it weren't for him, you would not be here either, Sansa, because he was the one who allowed me to go find you. That was such a like an emotional moment that plays out later, which I'm sure we can get to when we get to that part of the episode. But yeah, I don't know. I... It... And, and I thought it was... So I did, I did see the value in that. Like I did, I did see like the, the intensity of it, Mm -hmm. but 
for a split second, I wondered if Sansa was a gr- how do I put it? I I thought for a for a very short second that Sansa was welcoming Jamie just to spite Daenerys because they agreed on something and she didn't like the way it felt. Yeah. <laughs> Does that that sound weird? No, that's not weird at all because I mean a couple scenes later they have that little sidebar. Hmm. That's right. Yeah. So no, that I I I can I can see that, but I Sansa I think really does have a lot of remorse for her mother for losing her after treating her so badly. So to hear to hear that the reason that she's alive is because Tar uh, Tarth because Brienne made a promise to <laughs> Brienne made a promise to her mother. Like I think that cut through any kind of tension between Danny and Sansa, and it was not not about getting a one up on each other. It was it was about family. Mm-hmm. I liked seeing Brienne's emotion this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was nice. It really was a a pretty. It wasn't a Brienne centric, but it was a Brienne heavy. Definitely episode, I would say. a pillar of this wonder. episode. Yeah, yeah, which makes me wonder. Don't do that. What? I don't want to see the point her of this die. podcast. Well, look, I'll I'll go. <laughs> yeah, it really is I Chelsea. <laughs> no, I understand, but I don't want to see her die, so don't put it into the world. Well, then let me go out on this limb with Chelsea and and the 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 limb of speculation. I am so goddamn worried for Tyrion. Me too. So goddamn yeah. worried. I know because there was a scene where where uh, right after the trial, where Danny is pretty much just like just verbally destroying him like i trusted you because you were smart and now you're an idiot and blah 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 and she storms off and he turns around to davos and various and goes i expect one of you are going to be wearing this suit and he points to the hand mm-hmm. of the the king or queen uh sigil and yeah. this show has made a history of not having a good fate for the uh hand of the king and i am now Shit. worried for him yeah and the part where she says she wants to keep him in the crypt mm-hmm. to keep him safe makes me think that he doesn't, he's not going to stay there because yeah. he wants to fight. Like she's going to put him there, but he's going to get out. Which, because he didn't even get there because he had that, that scene in the fireplace and then he was on top of the wall when the the, night, the oh, White Walkers arrived. I don't think he listened. Right. No, he didn't. Mm-hmm. Already from the beginning. You're right. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a tricky possum. <laughs> 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 You touched on something. Do you have anything to add to Jamie's trial? No, I'm just going to say, yeah, I think in the we... trial, that's the first scene we see John trying to straight out flat ignore Dan- Daenerys. <laughs> he just looks at her and just walks away. Very high school-y. Okay. Yeah, very high school. Very, um, just going to ignore you and ignore this thing that I don't want to tell you. I will say this. Thing. I will say this. I find it so funny because I didn't recognize that John was at the table for so long. So you have Sansa yeah. give her peace. You have Daenerys give her peace. And then the camera kind of like pans to John. He's like, so John, pick. Who are you going to so go with? Funny because I thought the same thing, yeah. but I didn't I didn't even think to say anything about it. He looked it. lost too. Like he didn't say anything for a long time. He just was blankly staring. And he was just like, he can stay. I'll take all the men I can get. Yeah, that's all I have. Um... You so you touched on something uh, that I wrote down that Daenerys is is definitely showing her. Uh, so I wrote that she's erring toward anger. Yeah. Um, I feel like she's she's um, showing her vulnerability. I think she's she's doing a bad job of of kind of cracking the facade and showing people that she's a little worried. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a little uh, intimidated, a little threatened, um, 
and it actually it confirms itself later in the se- or season later in the episode uh, but yeah I, I mean she's so I think you'd said when she gets when she gets pissed at John right yeah yeah uh, she's just um or no excuse me when she was getting mad at uh Tyrion right yeah she's yeah she's very hot-headed in this tense mm-hmm. situation yeah she just she can't control her anger in these moments lately and I just yeah and I think that she's just gonna um I don't know like I I think we we had speculated in the last episode that maybe she was gonna kind of have a a true Targaryen reign right yeah that I, me and you, I think, was that right? me and you I don't know I had a theory that I found that I thought was interesting it was spell it out read it oh. or, or tell it well there was a I think Trey was involved in it too in a text but it was basically that um her dragons could get killed and in that moment she since she knows she's not the the rightful owner of the throne right now right that she would turn and get killed by the night king on purpose and be the queen of the night walkers to be with her dragons for forever like in a true targaryen fashion just go mad you know what crazy i remember you texting me that i did not get the part about her doing it willingly and i yeah Yeah. i didn't either it it would be willingly to stay with her dragons and to just be just to do it because she wants to be the queen of something huge you know right she wants that power you know what's funny i hate i so i don't hate i don't hate that theory that's a really good theory um I, mean, I, don't I don't like, like either, but do I? I don't like that theory. No, either. well, I like it. I like it because I don't like it. Yeah. Because she's so fixated on something so stupid. Exactly. You know, like in that theory, she's so fixated on on ruling something that yeah. it proves that she's that we had thought she was better than she actually is. That's her whole um, existence in this show is to which, take control yeah, of everything. Absolutely yeah. true. And and we have kind of inflated her to this like uh impartial and really thoughtful queen i guess Mm -hmm. so the thought of her going mad over some simple it's like it's proof that she was just like sociopathically fake and that bothers the shit out of me well i i don't know if i get because if she does that because i don't know if i subscribe to this theory but if she were to do that, I don't think it's because she wants to rule something. I think it would be for the love of the dragons. Because I don't, too, yeah. I don't think she really cares about ruling anything. It's it's the Iron Throne because it represents everything that was taken away from her. It wasn't just that she wanted to be a ruler, but yeah. reclaiming, reclaiming her family being decimated, being forced to have to leave everything she knew, and then having everyone constantly trying to kill her. That's what mm-hmm. the Iron Throne represents. I don't think it's just because she wants to sit. And, and be called queen but yeah i think the thing that would if it happens cause her to go that direction it would be for the love of the dragons because she that yeah after after the death of drogo and her baby those dragons became her children mm-hmm. knowing so, that she can't have children anymore yeah. too also that goes back to when her well not goes back because we haven't discussed it yet but her and sansa talking and sansa being like what about um what is it called I just I just blink. Talking well, about what about the north? Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. And, then and I have that written down. Um, yeah, she was asked. She was saying we we took back Winterfell and we we promised we would never. I think she said we'd never bow to anyone again. Mm-hmm. And she's like asking what about the north? And Danny's clearly apprehensive. I mean, they're interrupted. So she I takes her hand away. Yeah. Which makes it seem what were you like gonna say? She... Because I have a point to make. Really cool scene, by the way. Yes. I yeah, like that it. was a really good scene. What were you going to say? I just think that it just 
they they're both there because they both love John, and she's not even gonna let that get over the fact that she wants to rule the the throne. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, like, which they both love John, and Sans is like, well, what about John, and what about the North? Because John is the North. Yeah. Yeah. Which goes hand in hand uh, with last week's episode when the question was, you know, put forth, would Danny give it up to save her people? And we're we're hearing the answer is no. Yeah. Yeah. So far, yeah. So and it seems like- well, so the point I was going to make is, are we hearing no? I mean, she pulled her hand back. And it was like a imply it was an implication of like strong consideration mm-hmm. of like well, my knee jerk is no, but then they were interrupted. So yeah, so many of this episode was them being interrupted <laughs> and having so many open ended questions. It's There's the title of this solved. episode was "Does anyone fucking knock?" <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you ever heard of closing a goddamn door? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man. Yeah, no, I just, um, I just wanted. That's the only point I wanted to make was <clears throat> in that moment because that was such a pivotal scene that I wrote it down specifically um not till later by the way we're skipping a little bit yeah we are but um i I just wanted to say she was interrupted we don't 100 percent know her reply because of that yeah we know know her knee jerk but i mean we could have called that from a mile away go ahead i my i think the final point i have to add to this particular scene is it playing off of what i said last week this show is building us up to the point to watch a bitter fallout between john and danny and i think this scene is only in service of that uh i could see them doing a thing where they're laying the breadcrumbs for one thing and then doing another but everything is not looking good for danny being a level-headed person and i that worries me a lot Um, yeah i agree it's not yeah i agree and um it's predictable mm-hmm. so we are in the game well the way i said that was really kind of pedantic but it's not um it's predictable but maybe they want it to be predictable because they're gonna like fucking left hook us you yeah. know yeah, or maybe they i don't know maybe maybe they want it to be predictable just so we can start to find some sort of familiarity in this insane episode like in this insane series we've been watching well, to, there was a couple seasons ago where Tyrion and Danny were discussing their plans and what Danny ultimately wanted. And she has that infamous scene where she says, I don't want to be on top of the wheel. I want to break the wheel. And I think later on, Tyrion suggests kind of like a uh, democratic uh, situation where people are elected to help rule Westeros. Um, I do find it funny that we are seeing Danny slowly losing it slowly i because i don't want to put her far out on the the crazy train just yet i think given the tension of what's going on it's perfectly reasonable how she is kind of tense but there are seeds of kind of that slipping we have that on one side and then on the other side you have that scene in the fireplace where you're having all these people have kind of um I don't know. Like it had this feeling of like a democratic, like how should we handle this? Like everybody has these different experiences. What expertise can we all bring to get this situation taken care of? So I don't know. It, this, this, this season's definitely contrasting a lot of things together. Yeah. That's a really good point. The, the break, the wheel, <coughs> the break, the wheel point is, uh, is super interesting because I forgot about that scene and that's actually incredibly important because mm-hmm. she's kind of eating her own words right now. Yeah. She is the wheel. <laughs> Yeah. Um I think I'm going to I think I'm going to I have a so I want to say real quick 
all of my notes now that I'm reading them kind of suck ass. So <laughs> listen, I uh, I scrolled down and where is it? Which one gave me a big laugh? Uh, God, where is it? I'm not gonna find it anymore. Oh, oh it, Bean, I'm something else now. <laughs> 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 Shit. Yeah, Terrible. I love it. Um, so, I, well, I was gonna say I'm I'm going to lean us into this next piece, but I don't. I only have three words to kind of stir conversation about this because it seems like we've kind of naturally moved away. Um, I'm gonna throw the the discussion grenade, and then I'm gonna go grab a drink because I just finished my water. Go for it. Um, but the Arya knows when she says she knows death. Um, do you know what I'm talking about when she yeah. when she actually meets Gendry and she's talking to him about the weapon and he's showing her all the dragon glass and uh, the the three dagger the three dragon glass dagger scene was fucking awesome. Yeah, I wrote Arya proves she's a badass once again. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> she just discuss. I'm me. grabbing something. Do you do you have something to add to that, Chum? Um, basically, that's all I wrote. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have anything else on that subject. I, I hope that there is payoff for this because I think Arya started out as one of my favorite characters, but I think she kind of got sidetracked along the way because it just felt like we were constantly watching this buildup of her becoming this amazing assassin. And so far, correct me if I'm wrong, the biggest moment I can think of that she's had is when she took out the phrase. And so I hope we don't get to this point where it's just pray. this, oh. the, uh, yeah. Remember where she fed the phrase their their family members in the pie? Jesus yep. Christ, I, do I forgot that. About yeah. That. yeah, I know I have to be reminded sometimes, but yeah. Well, don't I texted Chris right before Game of Thrones started. It's like I completely forgot about Rickon as a character overall. <laughs> yeah, that was nuts. But yeah, I think that's my only thing is like I hope that the build up of Arya being a badass is worth it, and the fact that we finally got a glimpse of her weapon, I do think it is going to be worth it. Yeah, I think there's going to be a purpose to that. Mm-hmm. It's fucking awesome. So I got up to get a drink. I got up to get a beer because um, I have a Targaryen beer stein and I just wanted to drink out of it. Chelsea was very sweetly offering me water several times. I noticed (laughs) that I didn't want it. I thought you said you were going to get up to get a water. I did. I was was feigning. I was feigning for something else. Oh, well. I didn't want to say I was getting a beer on stream. He's also wearing a shirt that says, I drink and I know things. (laughs) (laughs) I sent Trey a video before the episode started, and it was of my stein and then me in the the mirror. And I said loudly, loudly, hi, welcome to Chili's. (laughs) So he knows. Oh, well. (laughs) Well, if it's on any consolation, I'm wearing a Captain America shirt. So (laughs) (laughs) that's my brand right now. Mine's Disney World, so. Nice. (laughs) Adults. (laughs) (laughs) um did because you you planned that discussion grenade and and yeah and then did, you left did you have anything to add to that because basically my my little quick recap is i hope the build-up is worth it i'm jogging back because um i don't think so mm-hmm. but um i don't know i I, th- I think it was a it was a cool scene to to see gendry re-estimate aria yeah i think um, but outside of that, I just wanted to point it out because she's fucking awesome. She's such a good character. Yeah. And I, I, I love that they, they could have made her so one dimensional, you know, like she, she could have been just the, 
like the the tomboy who learns to fight but she's so she has such depth as a character i love it i don't know she's just it's awesome that she has so much depth that i forget how badass she is when mm-hmm. she flexes it i'm like oh fuck she's such a good character yeah i love it <clears throat> so after that what's the next bean says he's something else now and that's that was referring to um whenever jamie whenever they meet apologizes yeah jamie and, and jamie right and and jamie apologizes um, i i want to jump out ahead real quick and just to say this because i was listening to another podcast on game of thrones from last week's episode and the the host actually got to interview the actor for bran and uh she kind of was like hey so how do you plan on handling brand's character in this season you know the internet's kind of lamented how you kind of don't really get a lot to do anymore and you're just kind of there and he <laughs> he she said it a lot nicer than i'm putting it and his know, res- it's just funny because i just picture him sitting in a chair all the time <laughs> and his response was something to the extent of yeah oh yeah we've heard the 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 internet and we've got plans and oh. she remarks so far his plans are to just sit there and be creepy as fuck <laughs> to stare more intensely uh-huh. yeah. i just wanted to before whatever discussion we're about to get into with bran i wanted to say that because i found that so funny that is man funny he, he's he's not shaping up to be a he's su- he's such a character with with potential but he's he's shaping up to be so weird it's almost like they. I, I like it you like it <clears throat> I, do. I think it i don't know it, he has that weird like i can see the future like you know, that's what he is. I think, he has to be creepy. I agree. If you know everything that happens, you have to have some sort of problem. And to play off that, I think <laughs> I think that's what is happening. I think. Yeah. Because in the books, he had already became become the Three Eyed Raven, right? Is that correct? I think so. Mm-hmm. I think since the departure of the show, the showrunners have kind of been stuck with what to do with them because they. How do you handle a character that knows all? Because then you lose all dramatic tension. Like, yeah, that's that's a good point. So, so I, I think he has to be kind of not there because yeah. he knows everything. That's going to mess anybody up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I guess to that point, they they and the actor they all do a really good job of um, showing how trivial Brand finds everything. Yeah, and I think mm-hmm. that's a really good context to keep when you're making fun of him for just staring and saying like we don't have time for this mm-hmm. because he's like this is. Yeah. stupid he's this generally like dumb. y'all should not care about this right now yeah. he he is our better reason <laughs> yeah that no one cares about <laughs> humans <laughs> i love that when um bran and jamie are together he questions afterward if there is going to be an afterwards yeah like when they're done talking he's like how do you know there's going to be Who an does? afterwards jamie Brandon. basically says like what are we going to do afterwards and bran's like how do you know there is going to be an afterwards and that got me interesting i didn't realize the significance of that which uh, that line was a really good line because it got me wondering is he talking about jamie specifically is he talking about everyone specifically like what does brand know yeah and do we know the limits of brand's power does he just know all of the past or does he know all of the future too i think he knows the future Hmm. i don't know i don't i don't know i want to say this because the white walkers are coming to give a little bit more context to, to Bran, again, I got this from the podcast I was listening to. It's called A Cast of Kings, if anybody wants to see it. Um, they they pointed out how people found it funny that Bran, who was supposed to be this all-knowing character, couldn't piece together that John was Aegon Targaryen and that he <laughs> needed to cross-reference with John, John with Sam in his information to get to that information. And that there was people saying that that was kind of messed up. 
but the host of that show put it in a way that actually made it really, really interesting to me. What good is a search engine without a searcher? So Brand might know uh -huh. all this information, but unless somebody's asking him the right questions, then Brand can't bring that information forward to you. He says something about that. Um, when they're all in the meeting, like looking over the land, when they're all in there, somebody mentions, does dragon fire kill them? And he goes, I don't know. Nobody's tried that before. Mm -hmm. And you would think he would know that. Yeah. Well, I thought that was odd. So I was going to bring a point up. Um, and I think it sort of answers your point. Um, <clears throat> and it also ties into the whole search engine without a search party person thing. Um, my theory is that, or, or my explanation is that Bran has the ability to access all of this information, but just because Google will tell us a ton of things right now doesn't mean that you know we know it. You have to go out and look for it. Right. That's the point that, that Trey was making. Um, to which, you know, I, well, it doesn't really answer the whole thing of of why he needed to cross reference with Sam, but. I just I think he has the potentiality for all of this information, but he has to have the the reasoning to go look for it. I don't think he just knows it all. Mm -hmm. But do you think he knows the end result completely? He might not know how we got there, but he can see the end. I don't know. He can probably see circumstantial things, but he probably can't piece it together. I think he knows how the end because imagine it's like being just given this information that is foreign to you until you have the context to make sense of it. Yeah, maybe he's just getting pieces. It's like a puzzle. And yeah. He's trying to piece it all together. But I think he knows the end result. He just doesn't know how they got there. Hmm. I think he knows bits and pieces. Bean continues to be a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> Bean is a mystery. Mm -hmm. um, um, there's another theory, like another thing, not a theory. But when Tyrion and Jamie come together again, they talk about Cersei being pregnant and if it's real. I want to know what comes of that. Like, I want to know why the producers, directors, or whatever would make her pregnant. Like, what the purpose of that is. I feel like it's going to be something big. And I, have and some, I don't know why. I have something to add to that if you are finished with that point. Yeah, that's it. Um, last season, apparently there is a scene where Tyrion is speaking with Cersei. And uh -huh. he offers her a drink and re she refuses. And she goes, no. And he goes, my God, you're pregnant. And that's how he finds out. Apparently yeah. that was not that was just coincidental. We weren't supposed to realize that that's how she's pregnant. If I think in that scene she's rubbing her belly, so that's how he picks up on it. And then in this season, yeah. after she finishes having sex with Euron, she is drinking wine. And then to come back in this episode and have somebody question, is it real? I don't know if I believe it's real. Oh fuck! Oh dang it, Trey. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't even realize she was drinking wine in that scene. Because it's it's one of those things where. Like, yeah, sometimes the curtains are just blue, but why go out of your way to list that, have that conversation if you're not going to bring it back into the later season? But Well, yeah, but at that scene, he says, I'm going to put a baby in your belly, and she just does a smile. So I thought she was, like, insinuating that, haha, I'm already pregnant, like, joke's on you. Mm -hmm. That's what I assumed, but I didn't even realize she was drinking wine. It yeah. didn't even click with me. That's crazy. So I, does anybody off the top of your head know what the prophecy was for her? Because they, they said that she was going to lose all three of her children, which she all did. All three of her children. What yes. was the other part of the prophecy? I don't remember. Oh, God, I don't know. We're going to look it up. Yeah. Because I only really remember the children part, but. Because, I mean, if the if the prophecy came true but never listed a fourth child, are we to believe that child is never born? That is so true because so. everything so far has been true. Yeah. 
she promised me three children. She promised they'd die. Um, everything she said came true. You'll never wed the prince. You'll wed the king. Which is true. You'll be a queen for a time. Then comes an un- another younger, more beautiful to cast you down and take all you hold dear. Marjorie. Danny. Oh. And Danny. I guess that's true for both. Well, because she be- she didn't become a queen until after Marjorie died. Oh, yeah, true. It's gotta be. <laughs> Unless they're referring that's... to John. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the only one. <laughs> that's really funny. Sorry, I was reading. Yeah, I didn't see anything in there about a about another child. Yeah, but all there was was three, so maybe that means she's not pregnant. Hmm. Jesus. Yeah, it, it's interesting. I, I don't know why you would have that scene if it's not going to come into play yeah. later. Like, but, why would she lie about that, too? Exactly. Like, and I mean, it, you can even tie it into where where Jamie says something, she had me fooled, uh, too. Yeah. yeah. That that could be just kind of foreshadowing as well. Yeah, maybe she's holding something over Jamie. Like, maybe that's her. Well, then, he's, her then he said that she's always been good at using the truth to tell lies. Mm-hmm. Fucking so. Cersei. <laughs> Yeah, she's awful. Another really brilliantly written character. Yeah. God. I love that uh, Tyrion thinks he's going to die in Winterfell, but he's glad Cersei won't be killing him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to be come back as a walker and kill her. So. Oh, man. The love thought of it. Tyrion, like, just going on a, a fucking, like, raid heist against Cersei as a zombie is hilarious. It's amazing. Yeah, Okay, I got. To get there, but. I got two points. I'm, I'm this one actually just spurred up from what you said, and then I'm gonna say my next point, which will launch us into the next section. First point: Do you think we're gonna see high pro- profile characters come back as White Walkers? Yes, I think so. I hope so. They yeah. mentioned that um, Tormund says who's not. I don't know who was important from the Night Watch who got killed. I didn't really see that or make note of that when the wall fell. But he did make a point to say those who aren't with us now are with them. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, that got me. Because I, I love the way that, uh, uh, God, I can never remember his name, uh, Dondarrion, Den- Bendrick Dondarrion or something like that. He oh, goes, they fight for the Night King now. I love yeah. I love the way he fra- phrased that. Yeah, but I do think we're going to see some important people. I don't know why. Maybe <laughs> one or two. Yeah. Okay. So I'll, I'll launch us into our next point. Does Jamie love Brienne? Does Jamie love Brienne? Yeah. Yes. Or do they love yeah, well, each other? I think Brienne definitely has feelings for him. And yeah. I think he does too, but I don't know if they're going to act on them. I think, I think. I think they do. Now that I think about it, I really do. I think Jamie's feelings are more platonic. Yeah. I just uh, a lot of a lot of respect. I don't know. I can't because I can't get a hold on how I feel about it. I don't know if it's the internet doing its shipping thing or if I actually am reading the tensions from both of them. Because I, I agree with Chelsea for sure. Brienne does have feelings for him, yeah. but that scene where she's like, "What are we doing? This is the longest that we have gone without making fun I of know. each other." Cute I made scene. I that too. They don't know how to be nice. Yeah, and he like stares at her and he goes, "I came all this way." I not for something i forgot it was but i it would be an honor to fight under your your uh command yeah i don't know he's not as good as he once was Mm -hmm. and that he wants to fight under brianne but she ignores the question at first and just kind of walks away yeah but i think she doesn't know how to handle her emotions because she's never had to go through that so when he asked 
the way he comes across, she's like feels too much and she just walks away because she doesn't know how to handle it. Yeah. That that comes into play later in the the night scene. But well, this goes back to me questioning predictability. But why would they build up Tormund and and Brienne? Like, it's a funny joke. Like, it was funny. But now it's he's he's joked so much about being so in love with Brienne that it's like why would they build it up that much if they're just gonna? I don't think Other... anything's gonna come of that. Otherwise, it becomes problematic because it's yeah. like clearly she's saying no. I mean, what are you putting yourself as a writer if you just keep having these jokes at the expense of that? Right. It's it's it, it'll it'll lose its funny. Like it's still funny now. But if he keeps it up, like it, it will start to kind of be like, okay, show, come on. <laughs> but I think this is going to be the last episode where it's mentioned because now it's nothing but chaos at yeah. this point. Yeah. I don't think they're going to have another interaction like that until maybe the end, however it ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's say as of right now, I don't think lives. that can happen. Yeah. yeah. I think this is going to be one of the last few times that can actually happen. I don't know. But I think nothing's going to come of it. I think it's just kind of like the joking thing. Yeah. That's how I feel anyway. Comedic relief. Yeah, that's how I feel. It it was funny to to end the scene between, I think it was the ending of the scene between um, Jamie and Tyrion, where you just see Tormund look over his shoulder. Where's the big woman? And then it cuts <laughs> away. He's immediately on the prowl. <laughs> I I love that he's the comic relief, but I I hope that they give him some dimensionality again. Yeah, he is one of my favorite characters. I think. Yeah, he I love him. He's great. Um, so I have, I have next, uh, more empirical evidence that Daenerys is just fucking losing her mind and her grasp on, uh, leadership when she gets, so when her and Jorah are meeting together and Jorah suggests that she forgive Tyrion, um, and then she's pissed about it. Like she was upset about it. Mm -hmm. And I was like you're you're like you just don't have a grasp on this do you like she's she's upset like she's weaponizing jorah like she's weaponizing his own words against him Uh and it's it's just proof in my opinion that she's even further away from um her impartial outlook that she wants to have she wants to be a a true and and impartial queen i think she needs other people's opinions to help her make a decision because there's an, the next scene after that is she goes meets with sansa and sasa also sticks up for Tyrion, and then danny's like oh okay and that's when she kind of like changes her mind right and she goes and talks to Tyrion, and she's like you're my right hand man i need to keep you safe because your intelligence got here got us here i was see i was gonna say i agree but i think also um the opinion of others is her demise because oh. i think that she's becoming more and more frustrated that she feels like she can't think for herself yeah that's true mm-hmm. that could be it and i think she's she's slowly like reducing her I, I, like i'm looking at it in terms of her her decisioning is very complex but in my opinion we're noticing her decisioning become less and it's more and more simple um like I think it started to come to a head whenever she wanted to just take her dragons and go and burn an entire kingdom. Um, And and Tyrion advised against it. And I think she ended up doing some version of it. But all of her... All of her, like, natural reactions lately are very simple, very... um, 
Oh man. Reactionary. The... Yeah, like like toddler. Impulsive. Like they're very impulsive is a great word. Uh they're they're very simple and and uh childish reactions. Yeah. Um, you know, like I want that, it's mine. Uh instead of the complexities that she was facing earlier in her Misa days. So um and yeah. I- I think that scene with Danny and Jora, uh, when she is consulting him about Tyrion, um, I don't know if it's like she was angry at him, but he did highlight her behavior because back in Marine, I think I could get that wrong, but back in Marine, when she finds out that Jora was the person that was feeding all the information back to King's Landing to have her killed, she immediately did away with him. And then here comes Tyrion and she's like, okay, now you're my hand of the king. And then, yeah. they, you know, they went that way. And then the first time that Tyrion messes up, okay, now Jorah, you're going to be my hand of the king. And she's caught off guard when Jorah is basically defending the man that stole the job from him. And it kind of yeah. makes her uh, like a moment of clarity of like, okay, yeah, you're right. I'm not acting in a uh, level-headed manner. And then the conversation with Sansa where even she can defend Tyrion that's where she's realizing, like you said, that she needs to have him on her side. I, it, it feels like the show is taking like uh, a very conceited effort to show us how she is grounded by these people, which I think is only going to drive the wedge in between them more if she does inevitably snap. Mm-hmm. And I'm worried about that. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, that's, yeah. All good points. It's a good, it's good symbolism for, um, Man, I just had a cool point to make. Lost it. Yeah, it, I'm trying to. Well, I didn't really lose it. I'm just having difficulty putting it into the words. It, it's cool symbolism for. It, ah, it's like applicable in daily life. How mm-hmm. how quickly you can you can kind of forget, I guess, how how much you're lifted up and elevated by others mm-hmm. around you. Maybe um, how how situationally things can seem so easy, so black and white. You start to. Re- like haunch or revert back to uh, black and white answers to more complex issues. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very cool. I don't know. I just think that's neat. I think they're doing a really cool thing with her character. Yeah. I like the scene with Danny and Sansa too. Also going back to that, when they're discussing who was actually manipulating who between John and her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I liked that. She's I- like, well, technically John manipulated me, so I'm here. <laughs> And I love the the kind of like this whole show, this whole show, ugh, this whole show is very like testosterone driven, like, oh, men fight swords. Blah. Yeah. And then you have these two like very calm women having this discussion like, oh, yeah, men are easily manipulated. And it's like, yeah, yeah how much of this is bonding moment. how much of this is just because men were stupid and sleeping with other people. Right. <laughs> it was just a nice, know. nice little like, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, that was nice. Mm-hmm. And then they got things got bad when they discussed the throne. Yeah. Um. So. So so Sansa's asking, basically, to secede from the Seven Kingdoms, right? Right. To recognize the North as its own kingdom. She's not really asking. She's like, we're yeah. not. She's <laughs> like, this is how it's gonna go. And. And then later, um, geez, how much later? I'm reading through my notes. Uh, oh, it was at the end of the episode. Duh. Uh, I mean, obviously later, um, Daenerys finds out that 
she's not even the true heir. Right. I mean, she is, but she's not the last, you know, John is now, or Aegon is now. I don't want to call him Aegon. I don't like that at all. I can't do it either. I can't. It's pronounced Egan. <laughs> so you don't have to. <laughs> is it really Egan? No. no. Uh, I could have sworn I heard him say Aegon. Egg boy. It's pronounced egg boy. <laughs> what up, it, egg boy? <laughs> it's egg. Egg Targaryen. Oh, gosh. Egg Targ. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. So I, I think that kind of leads us to the planning section, which we kinda, I think we hit the high point about basically how they're going to use Bran as the lore for the Night King. Yes. That's um, crazy. Theon comes back, bows to Danny, asks Sansa to fight for Winterfell. They hug. I said I might have shed a tear, which I did. Okay, actually, I'm <laughs> glad you brought that up. I forgot about that. Not not like as the content of the episode, but but in which order that happened. Yeah. Remind me, how did Sansa and Theon become so close again? Because that was a very um, emotional um, reunion, and I thought it was sure. going to be at odds because since the whole you know Theon taking on Winterfell thing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's when Ramsay had her, and Reek was kind of the right hand man, and was like her only comfort during that time oh yeah and she watched him be well, well that, degraded and and then didn't she didn't he help her like kill ramsey yeah no maybe i'm mis misremembering ramsey was killed after the battle of the bastards um I, I just i thought they bonded over that maybe i might be missing something i just know that they kind of bonded during that whole scene with yeah. ramsey that whole you know, timeline. Both being captors or captured. Yeah, she watched him being so degraded and beat down, and she was feeling the same way. They were both kind of yeah, yeah, in yeah, that yeah. situation. Theon, Theon Greyjoy helped Sansa Stark escape from Winterfell. Okay. Yeah. Uh, by by jumping off the wall. That's right. Okay. Yeah, she saved him. Okay. But their their reunion was that broke me. That made me tear up a little bit. That was sad. The guy that plays the way. Theon is a very amazing actor. I agree. I love him. I don't. I don't know. He's become one of my favorite characters. I just mm -hmm. think he's so pure. <laughs> he's gonna die. Stop! He, he's he going to die. He probably he will. Ju he just he's set himself up. He's had so many chances up. where he's, he, he set himself died. up for a bodyguard suicide. Yeah, that's true. And there's he's, nothing. He should have been dead a long time ago. It's it's like in apples and oranges. There was nowhere for Jim to go. There's nowhere for Theon to go. You cut out real bad just now. Oh uh, no, really that was a good joke. I know. Oh, I wanted dang. to laugh with you. <laughs> I, are just silent. It, it was uh <laughs> fucking discord uh no i basically said it was just like apples and oranges there was nowhere for jim to go there's nowhere for theon to go basically trying to compare apples and oranges to game of thrones but it was just a joke oh you cut out again. you cut out again <laughs> all right i'm moving on next point what, what are we on now you need okay. to talk louder you need to be more emphatic i'm sorry um, after that, the Night Watch returns to Winterfell, and I, I, I may note that I love that reunion. That's when they're all kind of back together, and they're joking like brothers mm -hmm. on the wall. I make note that I love Tormund. Says that the ones who aren't here are with them says they have until tomorrow for the um, walkers to get there. I had written down at this point that Tormund is always the comic relief, because yeah. um, John was going to hug somebody. Ed. Yeah, yeah I, I couldn't remember his name. And then Tormund just like body checks it. intercepts it. Oh, how, fucking, how fucking sweet was it to have Tormund call him my little crow? I know. 
Yes. Dad, like, I made me that. fall in love with Tormund. I know. It was so sweet. Mm -hmm. he's, he's a fun... He's a fun character. I'm glad he has lasted. My eyes have always been blue. So <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite lines. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I have uh, I have written next that Night King is coming for Bean. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's when they're all meeting in the room. Yeah. And they're getting the lay of the land. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I do. an endless night. I do want to add this to the, the reunion of the Night's Watch up at the top of the wall. I the moment that I knew that this episode was not going to have any of the White Walkers in, invade was the very moment that I saw Ghost up on the wall. All their CGI, yes. see, oh, all yeah. their CGI budget went into having Ghost up there just to remind people <laughs> that he exists. I do. We yeah, and that it. was a big deal because season or episode one, people were talking about why they haven't seen Ghost, and mm -hmm. they were speculating, jokingly, but they were speculating that Danny was wearing him. Oh, <laughs> that's so awful. Um, oh no. I want to I want to step back just a second. Um, when they're talking about the Night King coming for Bran, um, John I think or someone talks about keeping the dragons close but not not too close. Yeah. He talks about protecting Bran but from a distance, and then he talks about having the dragons. So it kind of pointed out to me that I don't think they know that the Night King has a dragon. Right. No, I don't think they know at all. Which is crazy. Because the last they saw, the dragon fell into the water. Was that when? Oh, shit. That yeah. is That's, when it was. Think yeah, because we gone. saw the dragon's eye underwater. No, they pull him out. Remember the scene with the dragon destroying the wall? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, I do, of course, I remember that. But um, I was thinking we saw the dragon's eye come back open to blue. You do, but it's the Nightwalkers underwater. chain of Right, they, they drag him out of the water yeah shit yeah they don't know God. they think he's gone yeah they're in for a rude awakening wrote... this yeah. show would be fucking crazy if they didn't have zombies the fact that they put zombies in it is insane <laughs> it drives i'm like fuck i just finished watching um i spent last night and today watching black summer on netflix yeah uh which is like netflix's walking dead which was, was pretty good um so like i'm on i'm on zombie like high alert right now uh and just uh, it's just ugh, ugh. the idea of like i haven't even like i don't even think about game of thrones as a zombie thriller and now i'm about to have to again and it's it's gonna break me <laughs> Stress you out. yes because yeah. zombie man zombie zombie flicks just do something to me yeah. i don't know why they just they 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 hit me in a certain way it's, and game, ugh. it's their representation of the inevitable end like you can't fight the undead because it never tires and it never sleeps and it's always coming and then yeah, they said that in this episode and i was like Ugh. and the mm -hmm. the twist that game of thrones brings that i think keeps it from being stereotyped as just a zombie show is that they are unified under one cognizant force which is the night king and when you have somebody that command can command an unyielding force like that, it is horrific. Like I've never yeah. been afraid of zombies. Like I've been afraid of the White Walkers. Mm -hmm. Like I yeah, know and it, that all the characters are coming together to face a common enemy, mm -hmm. and it's just the inevitable. And it's something that I've never faced head on. Like I've never really thought about it in this capacity as to whether or not Game of Thrones is a zombie show. Mm -hmm. And it's yeah, me either. It's really not. Yeah. No. The zombies are like like the White Walkers are just a a, a facet of the show. Mm -hmm. But could, then when you really start to think about it, it's a it's obviously 
like the MacGuffin of the show. Like it is the driving force of the entire show. Yeah. Because, I mean, I'd argue for, what, six out of eight seasons, <clears throat> it's just a political drama. Yeah. Who's better than who? Uh -huh. Who's over who? Who runs what? And we've only had, like, these hints at something more mystical and, and, and fantasy-wise, and now, I mean, we're here. We're, again, we're It's at, crazy. Yeah. It's, it's seriously absurd. It's all coming together. Yeah. It's insane. I also made note that Sam drops some crazy stuff when he starts, like, saying all those things when they're all around the table. That was crazy. He was just dropping knowledge. I don't oh. remember exactly what he said, but I was like baffled by his like just knowledge that he gained. Basically, that brand is the the collection of human history. Yeah, like he knew all this stuff. I was like, wow, so impressed with him. <clears throat> he was such like I feel like at the beginning of the season, he was such like a like a little brother type character. Like he didn't know much, and he was like being protected all the time. Mm -hmm. And now he's like so smart. He, he yeah, he's he's become such like a genius. Maester, you know, title. Hey, yeah. I, just a little sidebar. I have to make note of this real quick. I totally just muted my microphone so I could clear my throat, not fully realizing that OBS is recording my microphone absent of Discord. <laughs> so you you're still gonna out. hear you're still gonna hear me clearing my throat. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I could mute it in Discord and it would be muted in the recording, but that didn't work. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh man. But yeah, um, I, to just not to completely take away from that. Yeah, it really is cool to see how much uh, Sam has grown as a character. And I mean, mm -hmm. they they did they did such a great job because they have like Samuel Tarley, Slayer of Night uh, White Walkers. Uh, what did they say? Conqueror of women. And like, yeah, like lovers of ladies or something like that. Yeah. And then in the very same scene to have him walk up to Jorah and be like, here, I would be honored for you to fight with my family sword. And he's like, no, you use. He's like, I wish I could. It's too heavy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just know. want to hug him. Another one of my favorite characters. I love Sam. Yeah, I do too. Um, after that, I wrote about how Bran has been marked. Mm -hmm. I don't remember that. What? When he was marked by the Night Walker. Oh, why don't you remember that? I don't know. It happened in a uh, in 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 a warg sesh. Hang I on. don't know why I can't remember that. that. I may know yeah. the Basically, the, the three-eyed raven was telling him not to warg into other people for too long because it would be dangerous, and he does oh. it without telling him, and the the Night King grabs him by the arm and marks him. I do remember that. I do, yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I think that's the, the same episode where, where Hodor dies. Okay. Isn't yep, that what signals, the, yeah, I think so. signals them all there? Yeah, yep, yep. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, that caught me off guard for a second. I was like, when did this happen? God, I mean, we need to go back and watch it. I know, I want to start it all over. Yeah, I kind of do too. I don't know when I'll have time, but I really want to watch it again. Me either. I'm going to have to make time. It's, oh yeah, there's that theory about Bran Stark being the Night King. Hmm. I don't like that theory. I don't know. I, I, the, I find it hard just because the Night King has been around for thousands of years, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Which was also a retort as to whether or not the Night King was a Targaryen. Yeah. yeah. They, he exists way before any of the Targaryen families. I read somewhere that Targaryens are a mixture between Nightwalkers and yep. humans. I read that too. Because yeah. that's why they're so blonde and pale. Yeah. Interesting. Isn't it weird? Huh? I said, isn't it weird? Oh, I thought you said... <laughs> <laughs> Is it weird? I was like, I, but you said so. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Uh, what happens after that? Um, I made a note that Tyrion pours heavy. I thought that was really funny when he pours that heavy, heavy yeah, drink for Podrick. For Podrick <laughs> and makes a face. He's yeah. like, here you they go, don't tell. They had that sweet little exchange. Like, like 
Jesus, this lady is on your ass. That the reluctance of everybody to have that little get together only highlights how amazing that scene was. Because everybody's like, no, 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 yeah. no, we need to be ready. And then it just keeps cutting back to it. And there's more chairs and more drinking and more like reminiscing. And it, I think that might be my favorite part of the entire episode was that whole everything to do with that fireplace scene. Yeah, I love those scenes. Especially because of the way that it, it culminates into the knighting of Brienne. Which easily yeah. the most emotional part, I think. I I kind of teared up a yeah. little bit there. Yeah. Um, Me too. The way she like smiles about it mm-hmm. was was uh, a heavy hitter. Also, uh, Tormund is so strong because he yeah. sucked giant milk <laughs> for three whole months. <laughs> for three whole months. Yeah. That's how he's so, so strong. Mm-hmm. Giant's titty milk. Yep. So weird. It's funny because when he when he says that he was called Giants Bane, I told Chelsea that I thought it was a like a big penis joke. Nope. And completely they, different direction. <laughs> yeah. yeah they like, actually captured a giant. Like a wiener joke seemed like the predictable way to go. Mm-hmm. And they were like, No, we're gonna spin you a yarn that you've never even thought like they, they crafted an entire new scenario. Like that was like our slash brand new sentence. And everybody's reaction was just baffled. And it's only like, punctuated by him drinking out of his horn. Yes. <laughs> what was he chugging. drinking? His own mead, I guess. I, yeah, milk. I just knew that he brought his own. I didn't know if, it, I, like, at that point, I was like, fuck, is he still drinking giant's milk? How's he getting it? <laughs> I was going to say, Chelsea, that is a really good joke that you just slipped in giant's <laughs> milk under there. <laughs> That's just what I thought of when I was, he was just chugging it after that story. And I was like, is he still drinking giant's milk? Like, what oh, is this? Man so funny um and i one more point to the knighting of brienne it's so fitting that it's jamie to do it like i know i think that's when she realized her when she actually came to terms with her emotions for him mm -hmm. like her feelings and even on a narrative scale to to show the complete change of jamie someone who was regaled but had no honor uh, the now has honor but no like nobody is praising him and he is passing on that honor honor to brienne Oh my god, it's so good. Made me cry. Jesus. I know. That was way deeper than I read into it. (laughs) That's great. Like, you're spot on, but I didn't even see that. That that hit me like a Mack truck. I just knew I felt those emotions, but I didn't know why. (laughs) That's what made me tear up so much, because it's just like... Because I talked about it last week. For a show that is so petty with titles, to say there is no importance in titles would be a falsehood, but an overabundance of of importance i think is so it's mm-hmm. like we're watching this shift of characters who did put a overabundance of importance on it and that power being shifting to people who do treat it with respect and i love it like that's a that's such a satisfying arc to come to and the last one we have to conquer is between john and danny Insane. oh and we do well we haven't but we will <laughs> um so i have i have I, I kind of notated like i said my notes suck but i notated just kind of the flow of the show and um shortly after was Arya's kind of rendezvous with with the hound and uh and i can't remember his name but the guy who just could die and then Beric. like yeah Beric <laughs> resurrected um when when the hound asks if if he was on her list <laughs> i thought that was really fun yeah i thought it was so funny she said, "What did she say? He used to be for a little uh, bit. He yeah. was for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And I love, I love how he because he goes, 
Oh God, what, what's his god called? The Lord of Light. The, Lord yeah. of Light, yeah. Because he goes, if you keep talking, I'm gonna throw you over the wall and have your Lord of Light <laughs> asking why he brought you back 19 times just to do it again. Yeah. Uh, oh shit. So funny. Oh, uh, it's a great, great moment. The, the I, Hound has had so little to do and so much memorability in those little moments. I know. I was just about to say I love the dynamic between the two of them, mm-hmm. between uh, the Hound and 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 Arya. Um, I love that she's had to come to terms with how much growth she can attribute to him. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. um, without without really knowing how to deal with it. Yeah, especially because um, they have that moment. It's like, uh, uh, what did she say? He goes, "You used to not be able to sit there without saying anything, and now you're sitting here silent." <laughs> there was something what else. Did she, say? she says, "Like, I guess, I, I guess, I've changed or something like yeah. that." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I. I yeah. I. I I don't know how much more screen time we're going to see between the two of them. I think that might be that might be. Her. I feel like this is going to be a lost uh, a lot of last like conversations between people. Mm-hmm. This entire series, or this entire season, is going to be. I know, but I feel like this episode is it for yeah. a lot of people. It has to be because everybody everybody said last week was the calm before the storm, which I really. Maybe you can contradict me if I said it last time, but I didn't get a full sense of that. It just felt like, okay, pieces are set. set Here's up. the reunions. This is yeah. the calm before the storm. Did either of you I ever agree. watch Lord of the Rings? No. I did, but... This is the Two Towers battle at Helm's Deep written all over it. And I can, like, it's insane, the similarities. And I, for the longest time, that's been one of my all-time favorite battle scenes i have a feeling that this next episode is going to be that on a grand scale because the next week's episode is going to be an entire film's length and battle of helms deep was like a just a part of a larger film and i can't wait i'm so scared i just don't think i can emotionally prepare myself for that yeah and it happens the same weekend as in game so i'm you guys i'm gonna be just out of my mind destroyed (laughs) emotional Mm -hmm. all week long um I may note that Podrick has an amazing singing voice. Yeah. That was crazy. Beautiful. I, I, I want to say something real quick. I just looked it up. Um, now, of course, we're seven days out. Um, but it's been, to, to, to date, it has been 644 days since uh, Game of Thrones Season 7, I guess, aired? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess it's since it's aired. 6 p.m. Um, I just wanted to make the point that 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 I, I'm still bothered by it, so I'm going to bring it up one last time. That episode that we caught last, like the series, this the the season, uh, what's the word? Jesus, finale? Not finale. Um, premiere. Premiere. Gah. Yeah. Um, that was a good episode. Last they did week? a lot. Yes, yeah. they did a lot in that episode. Yeah. Um, I liked it. And and five hundred plus days since you've seen it, like they they needed to stand some stuff back up. Mm-hmm. Um, and to your point of saying whether or not it was the calm before the storm, um, I think this episode was definitely the calm before the storm. But both were just so incredibly necessary for five hundred plus days uh, conservatively. I mean, I think it would probably be closer to six hundred days since you last saw this show that's absurd yeah there has to be some sort of of 
reestablishment. What were you gonna say, Chelsea? Hmm? Just now? Yeah, you brought up something. One of your oh, notes. Oh, Podrick singing. Oh yes, Podrick. Singing. <laughs> it's a beautiful it. voice. And then, and then they brought it back in this in the uh, in the credits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but during his song, the sad montage happening broke my heart. Just, Everybody banging except for Sansa. Reuniting and talking and helping each other, like coming together. You know, you see all these characters like coming back together and just being reunited and. Um, I don't know, just leaving for war and leaving their loved ones. It was just sad. It got me in the feels. Which it all that song all culminates to the moment where John tells Danny, which we've already touched on. I guess what I have to ask you too is, do you think he was right in telling her now, or should he have waited? I don't know. I don't think. I don't know if I can make that. That's come on. That's such a John Snow thing to do. <laughs> That's true. It is. I. He, he, it doesn't matter if it's beneficial. He does it because it's right. Yeah, he ha- he feels like he has to get that out and let her know. Yeah, you're right. That is a very John what a character flaw. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's the same thing with Ned, who tried to be honorable and died for it. Are we watching the seeds of John being on- honorable and going to die for it? Which I don't know how satisfying it would be to watch John die because we've done it once, so that that yeah. blow has been lifted, but. I don't know. I, don't I, I, I was I was just like, God, you idiot. Fuck. <laughs> what are you doing? I forgot. Of, I, not that I forgot about John dying, but I just never really thought about. He's already died. We've already seen him yeah. die. Mm-hmm. So. Is there any impact to him dying again? I think it de- depends on the context. Yeah. Because this time we would know it's for real. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But. It's like the boy who cried wolf. <laughs> I mean, like, and the showrunner said, "Nah, they're too expensive." <laughs> um, my next note. Do you have anything to add to that? To no. to John and Danny. I, I want to circle back to John and Danny before because I want to con. I want to contrast it with the last. Okay. Scene. Go for it. Um, my next note is that Arya is on a sexual war path. <laughs> I don't know if I would say that. I yeah, I wouldn't call it a war path. She, okay, she was on a sexual she's, beeline then. Well, she knew what she wanted and she was. Since he came back. Yeah. yeah. But she, she knew what she wanted and she got it. It was, I mean, that's very mature of her to be that forward. Like, hey, we're going to die. Uh, you want to do it? <laughs> yeah. Just seeing her character, mm-hmm. like, really grow up. It was, it was something. Yeah. It's. I I still feel like I watched like my cousin or like my sister or something. I was like, I, I think be, I, think I should we be all had a glimpse of being a parent and watching a child ah! grow into mature age. Yucky. Yep. Not fun. Not fun. No, I don't like it. Can't wait to have kids one day. <laughs> um. What else you got? Is that your last one? Uh, my next note was that uh, just chronologically. We saw Arya's sex scene, and then we saw Lady Brienne become Sir Brienne. Mm-hmm. So um, we've already we've already touched on that, um, which brings us right to the end, which is John just but he like kind of trips and falls into it. Like he he doesn't even like beat around the bush. There's no like smile or how you doing. Like he's just kind of like, this is my mom. Yeah. Well, Danny like was like. Rhaegar was such a great person, but yet here here he is raping mm-hmm. 
that makes sense. Yeah, he he had to defend her. That's yeah, his mom so now. he so like his yeah well, even, his emotions got the best of him. It even is a very Starkian nature of him to to jump in, and it might be the yeah. thing that tipped him over into finally telling her is that when Danny is there lamenting like how can my brother be this guy that raped somebody because he was this person exactly. that was so nice and would help people. And John hearing that's like yeah. defending his honor, saying no. Fucking he... talk about my dad that way. Yeah. Dad and my mom. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, yeah. it, it he it, again, it, it highlights what y'all said that that's a John thing to do. He he had to to step in, and I just I wish it would have happened any other way. Mm-hmm. He I, see, his family. I will say this: overall, I do enjoy this episode, but I am worried how it's gonna fit in once we have the whole season to look back on because we essentially are fed two two endings th- through different people because we it ended the same way last week with sam being the one to tell john and then this way this week it ends almost exactly the same way with john telling danny and then if you go to the last season before it it ends that way too where sam is telling bran so we've had like three endings where we just hear about john being a, a targaryen and I'm, I will only be upset with that if we don't have it, if we don't have a satisfying last four episodes. Yeah, if it doesn't culminate. Yeah, yeah like become something. It, it's it's strange to me that we basically have the same information play out three different times as being a big centerpiece for the episode. Yeah, We're going to see Danny tell her journal next. <laughs> <laughs> Dear diary, today was sucky. <laughs> Yeah, I can't tell her reaction. I can't tell if she's mad. Like, obviously, she's going to be maybe shocked. not mad, but yeah. shocked. She, yeah, yeah, hurt. Very much hurt. Because, yeah, like, how... go ahead. No, I was just saying she feels, I bet she feels like she's been lied to this whole time. Like, that's got to be how it feels. Yeah, it, it, I'm I'm so torn because Danny is somebody that we've been rooting for for seven seasons. And I even now we're starting to turn on her in the way that we view her. And she was under this assumption that she was right and that she was wrong and that she was building up to all of this. And not only was she, it's not that she, this was rightfully hers and she was born into it. She had to work for it and she earned it and she survived all these trials and and, and like encounters with people that opposed her and has built up this amazing army. And then to have somebody come in is like, nah, just kidding. Like I'm, I am the rightful heir who also because the show is as great as it is we watched him be built up from being a bastard mm-hmm. to realizing he's giving up everything to go defend on the wall to dying to coming back and reuniting people that should not be together we're watching two yeah. people who deserve this throne and like now they're clashing yeah like how do you how do you reconcile with that because they both deserve it in some way but is true. is deserving it more than who rightfully owns it like yeah. that's the question we have to answer and i, I just keep going back and forth i, I don't know yeah. i hate it yeah i don't know how i'm gonna feel with whoever comes out on top mm-hmm. which is supportive evidence to say that nobody is going to win you think the white walkers are going to yeah. take it all all right i hate that i hate that that theory but but the, there's so many episodes left but if you think about the, I, I agree but if you think about the symbolism of um everybody's being petty and there's no there's no time to talk about titles death is coming for us all you know like we're gonna see the last true title struggle yeah and then at the end it's gonna be swallowed up by like it doesn't fucking matter you're both dead either way Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's a strong theory i've seen but i just don't know 
there's so many episodes left for this to only be coming up the third episode of the White Walkers approaching and basically coming in. I don't know if they can take over and kill everyone with their being. They've got a good odds. Yeah. Because um, think about it. Like, everyone they conquer just immediately flips to their side. Yeah. Every person they lose becomes a White Walker. Yeah. It's. I don't know. I've I've never I've seen a show have this kind of stakes before. Yeah. Oh yeah, The Walking Dead didn't do it nearly as well. Oh, fuck The Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to the fire killing White Walkers, I thought in that scene when John and all of them are fighting the White Walkers on the ice, I thought we saw the dragon fire kill them. Yeah. Is that wrong? I think we did. I don't remember that. I thought we did. And then they're they're saying that they didn't know if it could kill but i thought john saw well that they could die from fire i think they're specifically asking about the night king not necessarily just like the whites themselves mm -hmm. it's just the night yeah. king because it's it's almost like two sets of enemies you have yeah i believe the white walkers which are like the night king and his army and then you have the whites w-i-j-w-i-g-h-t-s those are the okay. reincarnated dead Okay, so, so they're most—they're more easily killed. So probably. we know that the fire will kill them, but we don't know if the fire... But, I mean, to be honest, fire pretty much kills anything. <laughs> so Yeah, and they're made out of ice anyway, it seems. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? They're made out of death. Yeah. We'll find out. I think that about... Does anybody have any other points to make from this particular uh, the, episode? Any favorite scenes? I just... I wanted to weigh in one more thing. Yeah. Um, the White Walkers, like, they they basically make landfall like they basically show up on their doorstep mm -hmm. um contrasting john and danny's conversation mm -hmm. uh, i just wanted to point that out they they to support my title struggle theory mm -hmm. you know it's just like well they're here while you're bickering they're here i, I don't know um they're interrupted though so i don't know that's why you can't really see how it ends yeah, by the, the horns. horns going off. That's right. That's right. By by the White Walkers. By the, yep. Yeah, by the White Walkers. Yeah, which is even more supportive of my theory. Mm -hmm. Um, that they're they're complaining and they're griping and they're trying to work through their own shit, and death comes for us all when we least expect it. It's gonna be real interesting, man. Yeah. Not right. Um. Uh, favorite scenes. Yeah. Because I already said my favorite scene was the, the fireplace. If you guys want to list your favorite scenes, and then we can kind of wrap this up. I have to agree. The fireplace scenes, all of the ones that they showed are probably my favorite scenes. Mm -hmm. I loved them. I just love them coming together and just being, I don't know, normal people. Yeah. They're all just singing and drinking together, and it's just nice to see. It was real humanizing. Hmm. I don't know. You can't pick a single one. It's hard. There was a lot of great moments. Yeah, this is. I mean, I, I. This was a good episode. I really liked. I liked the olive branch scene between Danny and Sansa. Yeah. I liked seeing Danny. It seeing her extend an olive branch, kind of pulls me off the the precipice of of assuming that she's just going to be a very predictable character. Yeah. You know that she's just going to have a predictable descent into madness. Mm -hmm. I think it sets up the the pacing for a much more um or much less deliberate descent you know mm -hmm. i think i i still think so far it's ultimately inevitable um just given how how we're seeing it play out 
but I like seeing that she's trying to she's doing her best in spite of herself. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. I have another I think favorite. That is my scene. favorite. Do what? I have another favorite scene. You can't have two favorites. Yes, I can. I think it's when another one is when Sir Deva, Davos is uh, serving food and that little girl comes yeah. out. Yeah, that was adorable. And Gilly walks up and they convince her to go to the crypt. Yeah. I, I loved that. No, they convince her to defend the defend. crypt. <laughs> I, I often, and their little exchange was cute. I often forget how much I love Davos. And even to add I love in, him. in to a little bit to your scene, the, uh, the little girl looked to have like dragon scale just like yeah yes! yeah no i made note I was of that going to make that point yeah yep, i loved that it was like a really touching moment you can see he he knew like he made that connection on his face mm-hmm. that was something special about her he was like ow my heart mm-hmm. yeah it was touching i know it was great great episode man yeah yeah it was really and we're great. not even this is a 60 minute episode we're not even there yet we listen we just recorded an hour and 20 minutes of discussion for a 60 minute episode next week is going to oh. be an hour and 20 minutes long i don't know if we'll get this all recorded after the episode 82 yeah. minutes 82 followed minutes. by 78 minutes followed by 80 minutes back to back yep yeah <sighs> we're gonna have to get more efficient either either that yeah we'll figure it out because this is really fun and i I do want to take the time to thank you two for coming in and discussing this with me i enjoyed it um i do are we wrapping up yeah i think we are i think we're we're getting ready for next uh next week all right well chris i will go ahead and start with you we'll move on to chelsea and philomene if you guys want to plug anything that uh where people can find you or you know i want to plug do i want to plug anything yeah go ahead just let them know where to find you Oh, okay. I was I was like I have nothing to promote. We're ending. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, follow me on uh, on Twitter, dear Christopher. See me tweet bad jokes. <laughs> I'm dear Christopher everywhere. Chum. Uh, I am Chelsea Elaney on Instagram. Chelsea Allen with two ends on Twitter, and I have a blog that plug that blog. <laughs> Everything is daisies.com that I have not posted in a while, but I will get there. All right. I'll make sure to add these into the episode descriptions as well. So uh, if you guys are interested in clicking through, go ahead and make sure you follow them. They are lovely people. If you are interested in what I do, I am Trey at the Tapstream. You can find me at the Tapstream on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. I am on all the places doing all the things. Uh, I stream Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays on Mixer.com slash the Tapstream. You can find out all more information at the Tapstream.com. Uh, We have community art, a Discord link, and a podcast episode with a comment feed. So if you'd like to leave any feedback for this particular episode, find us there. Until next week, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, 